Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Boer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. What's going on, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. I'm feeling good. I just got back from vacation. For all my American or other country listeners, it was Canada Day on July 1st, which is kind of similar to the 4th of July in America. So every year we go up to Mark's family's cottage and we have a good time. We spend time on the lake. We go on the boat. We hang out in the sun. Hopefully there's good weather. It was perfect weather this time. So it was so much fun and it was amazing. And I don't know about you. I love going away. I love going on trips. I love spending weekends places, but I love coming home. I'm a creature of habit. I love my routine. I love my own bed. And we had a wonderful time at the cottage. I was actually celebrating my two-year Canadian immigration anniversary. I came here exactly two years ago on July 1st, which is so crazy to think about because five years ago, 10 years ago, if you would have asked me what my 5, 10, 20-year plan was, I would have never imagined that living in Canada would be in the picture. I remember when Mark and I made the decision to move up here, it just felt right. So around two years ago at this time, we were packing up my car, we were heading for the Canadian border. I was so excited. I was nervous. It felt like I was going on vacation. It didn't feel like I was moving to another freaking country. And you guys know from my podcast, from my social media, there have been so many ups and downs and questions about whether or not this was the right decision. I miss the heck out of my family, the immigration process. That was a doozy. But beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know this is where I'm meant to be for this season of my life. So just Despite all the fears, the insecurities, I knew all along this was the right decision. And I always talk about intuition and I have a really strong intuition. I always think of intuition like a muscle. I've worked that baby out so much that I just know. And this is one of those times where on paper, moving to Canada didn't make any sense at all, but I just knew that this was the next step. And from this experience, from living here, I've learned that you don't need to know how the whole big picture is going to unfold. You just need to know the first step. I could have never in my wildest dreams predicted how this would all play out. And I still don't know. I don't know what's going to happen two years, five years, 10 years down the road. I'm still watching it unfold as we speak. But two years ago, I decided in spite of the fear and the anxiety and waiting until I had it all figured out that I would just go. So I share that with you today because I wanted to help you understand how to navigate those big decisions. And one of the things I like to do is play a little game with myself that's called the worst case scenario. And beyond that, because I know that can seem almost pessimistic or negative, like, oh, let's just play out the absolute worst thing that can happen. It's actually a tool to manage your fear because if you play out the worst case scenario and then you also go into how you would deal with that, most of the time you realize you can't really F it up. There's always a solution. There's always a way that you can work yourself out of whatever the worst case scenario is. So for example, the worst case scenario for moving to Canada would be 
that I moved here. I absolutely hated it. Mark and I hated each other. We got divorced and I moved back to Florida. So I wrote all those things out. I let my mind imagine the worst case scenario, not in a negative way, but just to see how I would deal with it. And of course, if all of that happened, it would be so extremely painful, but I know I could deal with it and I could use it as a chance to grow. I could pack up all my shiz. I could drive back to Florida where my family would happily welcome me with open arms and my friends would be so damn excited actually. And then I would hire a therapist or 700 of them. I would work through it and I would move on to the next chapter. Because if I know one thing for sure, it's that life happens for you, not to you. There are no wrong decisions. You can't mess it up. You certainly don't need to know the whole picture before you take the first step. And in fact, I think that's what makes it fun. Because imagine you went to a psychic and they told you every single thing that's going to happen to your life. And you knew for certain all those things were going to happen. What would you have to live for? What excitement would there be? What anticipation? would you have? You wouldn't have any because you knew all the good and bad stuff that was going to happen. I know what it's like to feel like you need to be in control of certain situations, to have the big picture figured out, to have everything all laid out, but you really just need to know the first step. And it's a lot of fun living it out, experiencing the adventure on a daily basis. So I just wanted to share that little story with you. Number one, because it ties into the reason that we were at the cottage for Canada Day, which also ties into getting back on track after a little trip or vacation, but also because I I know if you're listening to this, you are trying to strengthen your intuition. You're trying to move into the higher version of yourself. And you cannot do that by playing it safe and playing small. There's a quote that I posted on my Instagram that everything is a risk, even not doing anything is a risk. You're risking your happiness, your confidence, the ability to step into this new, powerful, unimaginable version of yourself in your life. And you owe it to yourself to experience that. It is so risky to just stay small. So in the situation of me moving to Canada, even just staying in Florida was a risk. I would risk losing my relationship with my now husband. I would risk always wondering what would have happened if I would have made that choice. And I truly use fear as a compass now. If something scares me, if having a tough conversation scares me, or somebody asked me to do something like compete in a CrossFit competition, which I'm doing this weekend, which who am I? I have no idea, but it was on the beach and it sounded fun and it scared the shit out of me. So I'm doing it. You gotta use the fear as a compass and not let it rule your life. Let it guide you and make decisions that will help you step into that more powerful version of yourself. So that's my TED talk about your intuition (laughs) leveling up and using fear as your compass. Now I want to get into the things I do when I come back from vacation to help me feel good physically and mentally. There are two aspects of this. There's the physical element. You probably went away. You ate a lot. You drank a lot. You did the whole shebang. You guys already know I'm not about extremes. This is not like a let's detox your whole entire body and only drink juice or water for seven days. No, no, no. Those aren't those tips today. If you're looking for that, you got to go somewhere else. This probably isn't the podcast for you. I'm going to give you healthy, tangible strategies that you can use in order to get back on track physically. But I also want to help you get back on track mentally because if you've ever experienced depression or anxiety, or you're just a normal person who gets sad after they've spent a wonderful weekend away and then they come back to quote unquote reality, I'm going to give you some tips to transition mentally as well. So let's go through the physical stuff. The most important thing that I do when I come back from a trip, when I come back from vacation is 
sweat. Working out is the catalyst. It's the lead domino that creates a ripple effect in the rest of my day, in my habits, in my choices. So by waking up first thing in the morning, working out, sweating, I know that I am more likely to make good food choices for the rest of the day. It feels amazing to sweat everything out. And I feel like I'm putting myself in a position where I am back on track towards making progress in my fitness goals. I always talk about finding the lead domino, the one thing that you can do that's going to create a ripple effect in the rest of your life and topple over all the other dominoes. For me, that's working out. If I'm working out consistently, I'm making better food choices. I want my food to fuel my workouts. And I know that if I'm not working out or I'm skipping workouts, that's usually the time when I slip into bad nutrition habits or I'm overeating or I'm just not doing my best. When you come home, lace up the shoes, go for a walk, go for a run, take a class. You're going to feel tired. You're going to feel sluggish. The first workout I did this morning, I went to a spin class. My heart felt like it was on fire. I was so sweaty that I literally soaked through my sports bra. Not even just like, oh, little beads of sweat, like drenched. (laughs) It looked like I put it in the washer. (laughs) It was just disgusting, but it felt so good afterwards. I'm in such a better mood now. I feel like I'm back on track and I just feel amazing. Do a workout, not because you feel like you need to make up for the weekend or do anything crazy and spend seven hours in the gym. Just do it because it makes you feel good. It's going to get the endorphins going. It's going to get your heart rate up. You're going to sweat a little bit and you're going to feel better for the rest of the day. Something you can also do is let's say you know you're going away from Thursday till Sunday morning. Can you book a workout class for Sunday afternoon or Monday morning? Can you be proactive about planning that so you don't let your emotions or your lack of sleep or tiredness get the best of you? You've projected into the future on that Thursday and you say, you know what? The best version of Julie is going to come home. She's going to work out whether she feels like it or not. And your future self is going to thank you so much. So that's my first tip. Working out, sweating it out, feeling amazing, getting back on track. Number two is make a trip to the grocery store. So usually when you go away, you're making food choices that aren't necessarily the best, whether that's due to quantity or quality. I know for myself, when we're at the cottage, we still eat healthy for the most part, but we'll have a few beers on the dock or we'll go out to dinner. We'll have a few drinks or we'll have dessert. And I usually feel good the first day I do that. I never feel guilty anymore because we know that guilt and shame is a pointless emotion. But when you do that on Friday and then on Saturday and then on Sunday, that's when you kind of start to feel weighed down a little bit. And I have so many podcasts about navigating that middle ground between eating completely clean or going off the rails and eating everything you want the whole entire weekend or the whole entire time you're away. So you can definitely refer to those. But when you get back home, make a trip to the grocery store. You might get home a little late. You're not going to want to go do a full shopping trip. I understand that. So knowing that about yourself, can you do a mini shopping trip so that you at least have stuff for two or three days? Maybe you get some eggs and some fresh produce, things that you don't need to prep and shop. You can get pre-cut vegetables. You can get spinach or arugula or greens. You can get a rotisserie chicken that's already made. You can get some avocados because you don't need to do anything with those, but they give you healthy fats. You can get some fruit. Just do a mini shopping trip. Of course, it would be amazing if you came home, you did a full shopping trip, you prepped and chopped all your veggies, but let's just be realistic. (laughs) Let's say that you're tired from vacation and that's the last thing you want to do. Just get stuff that will take you through the next two or three days until you can grocery shop because what usually happens is you get home from vacation on a Sunday and then you end up not grocery shopping. So then Monday comes around and then you're going out to eat for lunch and then you're going out to eat for dinner and then it's Wednesday and you're like, oh my God, where did this week go? I haven't even grocery shop yet. So just do a small little grocery trip. And again, you can plan ahead. Maybe before you even leave, you get some frozen fruits and vegetables and you put them in your freezer or you freeze some chicken so that when you get home, you can just thaw it and then 
put it in the crock pot so you have meals for lunch. So before you even leave, you're setting yourself up for success. You've already booked your workout class. You already have all the frozen goodies that you can just take out of the freezer so you can enjoy for the Monday and the Tuesday when you get back. And then bonus points if you head to the store, do a mini grocery haul, getting all the pre-cooked and pre-chopped things that I said if you don't feel like actually cooking or making anything. And set yourself up for success so that when you go into Monday morning, you have healthy food that you can take to work. And a really easy way to start your Monday also is with my GPF smoothie. So I have a whole blog post about how to make the GPF smoothie, but those are the things that you should already have as staples in your pantry. So you have the protein powder, maybe you have frozen avocado, you have a little bit of frozen fruit, you have frozen spinach. You don't necessarily even need to go out and buy those things. They're already there. So I'll link in the show notes to the GPF smoothie. That's an awesome way to get back on track as well and balance your blood sugar out a little bit because you probably had a lot of cookies, a lot of treats, a lot of beers. And now we're just going back into nourishing our body with all the things that make us feel good. And that brings me to my next tip, which I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about because I talk about GPF all the time. And this is not meant to go from eating everything on the weekend to completely restricting yourself. That's not what I'm saying at all. I don't recommend that because then that just fuels the cycle of eating nothing Monday through Friday or eating very little, only protein and vegetables and chicken and broccoli. And then what's going to happen is next weekend, you're going to go on a trip again and you're going to do the same thing. You're going to overeat, overindulge. And I don't blame you. If you're only eating chicken and broccoli all week, of course you're going to binge eat a pizza. So work with yourself rather than against yourself. You might not feel as hungry because maybe you had more food than you're used to over the weekend or on your trip, but don't deprive yourself of nutrients. You can still make your meals big and substantial with lots of volume, lots of vegetables, greens, protein, healthy fats, good complex carbohydrates. Do not deprive yourself of any of those things this week. Girl, listen, do not do it because in your brain, you're probably like, oh my God, I ate so much. I need to go on this autocorrect mode. No, 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 you don't. Again, you're projecting into the future because if you were to deprive yourself this week and quote unquote, be good with your nutrition, that's just going to lead you to binge again this weekend. And then the next week, you're going to promise yourself that you're going to be good again. Then the next weekend, you're going to binge. And that cycle just keeps going and going and going. And that's why you may feel like you're spinning your wheels in circles, even though you're eating healthy and you're working out and you're doing all this stuff and you're not making progress. That is why. So make sure you're eating enough during the week. Make sure you're eating GPF. Focus on whole nutrient-dense foods. Make sure every single meal has greens or vegetables, protein, healthy fats, and some complex carbohydrates for some fiber. Listen to my GPF podcast if you need a refresher on what GPF is. But again, this is not about deprivation. This is just about balancing out your blood sugar levels, nourishing your body with all the nutrients it needs, and feeling full and satisfied and satiated with all the foods that your body loves that give you energy that makes you feel amazing. My last tip from a health-related perspective is drinking water. Just drink your damn water. We don't need to spend seven years talking about this. You know you need to drink water, just drink your water. You can buy one of those hydro flask water bottles. You can carry around a gallon so you know you're getting enough water. There's no magical amount of water you should be drinking. But if you feel triggered by this, you know you should probably be drinking more water. So whenever I wake up in the morning, I make sure I have a full glass of water along with my coffee. Especially if you're drinking something like coffee, you need to balance it out with a cup of water, at least, if not more. And then just drink water throughout the day. I've seen those water bottles that have little dashes with time on it. So 
oh, by 9 a.m. you finish this much. By 11 a.m. you finish this much. 1 p.m. you finish this much. So if that's going to motivate you, you can 100% do that. But drinking water is one of the most pure and natural ways to detoxify your body. It supports your liver. If you were drinking a lot this weekend, your liver is thirsty, girl. (laughs) So give her some dang water and some good food that she doesn't have to work so damn hard to process. That's it, period. End of story. Drink your water. Fill up your water right now. Take a few sips. Good. You're on track. (laughs) Okay, so I want to talk about the mental aspect of coming back from a trip or a vacation because I know you're probably listening to this and you're just, you're feeling blue. You had a great time. You partied it up on the 4th of July or whenever you're listening to this. Maybe you're coming back from a trip or you just had a fun weekend with family and friends and you're going into your Monday, you're going back to the office and you just feel sad. You feel like you're missing those people. You feel like you're not really having fun because you have meetings lined up all day today. I totally relate to that feeling. In a big picture perspective, work on building a life that you feel like you don't need to take vacations from. I'm so genuinely happy and thrilled to come back to work on Monday. Like I am living, well, I guess it's Wednesday now, (laughs) but this technically is my Monday because we just got back yesterday. But I was so pumped to create content for you, to chat with all my clients, to do all of that. And maybe you're not at that place yet, but that's something to work towards, actually enjoying what you do. So you look forward to coming back to your quote, real life. And you can pour your energy and yourself into something that makes you feel alive, that makes you feel happy. But let's say you're not there yet. I'm not going to leave it there because I want to give you practical tips that you can actually implement right now. One of the best and most important practices that you can do is express gratitude. You just had an amazing trip. What are the things that you're grateful for? Did you see your friends and did you see your family? Did you have a good time? Get very specific about the parts of the trip that lit you up and made you feel alive. I love writing these things out in a journal. I do gratitude almost every single day when I'm journaling. But also, I want you to write out or think about the things that you're grateful for in your life now. Maybe you are grateful that you have a car that takes you to work. Maybe you're grateful that you have a job that makes you money and pays your bills. Maybe you're grateful to have amazing coworkers that you laugh it up with and you have a good time. And then beyond that, what is something that you can look forward to? This is key for me now. So you guys know I'm from Florida. Whenever I go home from Florida, there's usually a one or two week period when I come back and I get in the slump, which is why I'm so big on the mental aspect of coming back from trips or visiting family or friends or whatever, because you just get down. That's just the name of the game. You're a human. It happens. Don't beat yourself up for it. But I always recommend planning for something else to look forward to. So whenever I leave or come home from Florida now, I always try to project into the future and plan my next trip, whether that's to Florida or spending a weekend with family and friends somewhere else. It's so important in life for us to have things to look forward to. That's why we create goals. That's why if you've ever planned a vacation, you get so excited and you're budgeting for it and you're saving for it and you have one of those little countdowns on your phone and every time you see it, it just makes you feel good and gives you hope and reassurance that there's something to look forward to in the future. When you come home from that fun weekend or that trip or that vacation, whatever it is, try to plan something to look forward to. Even if it's nothing extravagant, even if it's just planning a dinner out this next weekend with your friends or planning to go for a hike with your partner, give yourself something to look forward to and then use that as motivation and your drive to continue to work hard this week and the next week and the week after that because you have things that you're looking forward to, social events, activities, vacations, trips, whatever it is. Because life truly should be sprinkled with those fun moments all the time. Brene Brown always talks about how we shouldn't just waste our time living for the extraordinary living for the trips, living for the big vacations, and we're going to Europe, and we're going to Florida, and we're doing all these fun things. The joy truly comes from the ordinary moments, the times when you're just joking around with a coworker and having fun. You're going out to dinner with your friends. You're going on a hike with your
your partner. You just did an amazing workout class that made you feel awesome. Those are the ordinary moments that most of us fail to appreciate because we're searching and longing for that extraordinary moment. So I encourage you just to look around at how great your freaking life is right now. You have a phone where you're listening to this. You might be driving in a car. You have a car that takes you places. You're working so hard to level up in your body and your relationships and your life. You should be so freaking proud of yourself. That is not something to take lightly. You're doing amazing. Your life is amazing. There are certainly aspects of your life that you can be so grateful and appreciative of right now. Work on finding that joy in the ordinary moments versus just living for the extraordinary. And I just want to leave you with some encouragement to not feel guilty for overeating or over drinking or over anything on your vacation or your trip. By following the tips that I just laid out for you, you can get back into your normal routine in a healthy and sustainable way. You don't have to go to extremes. Here is your permission to eat food this week. Eat a lot of food. Eat a lot of healthy food that's going to nourish your body, make you feel amazing, give you energy, fuel your workouts, book some workout classes, go get sweaty, drink a lot of water. These are all the things that are so simple, so practical, but we often trick ourselves into thinking that we need to go to these extremes simply because that's what we've been taught. We think we need to do detoxes and take these pills and these cleanses and not eat or only drink juice or anything like that. Let me just let you in on a little secret. Your liver is your detoxification system. There is no pill or cleanse or any outrageous thing you need to do to detox your body. You just need to eat healthy, drink water, get enough sleep, move your body. That's it. Anybody else who tries to sell you or tell you anything else is full of shit and is lying to you. So do not fall victim to that girl. Take the tips that I told you in this podcast, both physically and mentally. And if you actually implement those, your bounce back time from your vacation will be so quick. You will start feeling amazing again, both mentally and physically. And you'll just be in a positive headspace, working out, doing things that make you feel amazing, fueling your body with healthy food, looking forward to your next trip, but not forgetting to enjoy the ordinary moments also because this is your one life you got to treat your body well you only get one body you have to be kind and gentle with yourself you cannot waste time beating yourself up for what you ate what you didn't eat what you should be doing blah 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 today is a new day today is a new start you're doing amazing appreciate that recognize that enjoy the ordinary moments and i love you so much Before I go, I want to let you know that I have spots opening up in my eight-week nutrition mentorship. If this podcast resonated with you, if you are sick of going to extremes, if you're like, holy crap, that is me. I literally try to detox every Monday through Friday and only eat clean foods and then I find myself binging on the weekend. I feel like I'm working out and eating healthy, but I'm not seeing progress in my body and I'm so sick of dieting and going to extremes and feeling guilty and miserable. That is what I created this program for. It's an eight-week nutrition mentorship. We dive into your whole entire lifestyle, everything from your morning routine, the way you're talking to yourself and treating your body. We work on confidence, body image issues. I teach you practical strategies when it comes to nutrition so that you're not over or under eating and you finally can find and navigate that middle ground and that balance that you've been searching for. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, I would love, love, love to chat with you, especially if you've been listening to my podcast and you're all the way at the end now, you're probably somebody that's right up my alley. And if this message resonates, 
resonates with you, if all my podcasts resonate with you, and you're ready to step into that new version of yourself, if you're ready to do the work to find the balance, I would love to chat with you. So you can sign up for a free coaching call at juliebuer.com slash coach. You just answer a few questions so I can get to know a few things about you. You sign up for a free 30-minute call. We'll chat. We'll see if you're a good fit for the program because I would be so honored to help you transform your body and your life. That is my mission with this podcast, with my coaching, with every single thing I do is to help you step into that up-leveled, higher version of yourself. You deserve that for yourself and I cannot wait for you to experience it. I will talk to you in the next podcast and hopefully on one of those calls soon. Bye. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.